could you pay me in advance? Are you serious? Everything's perfectly all right now. We're fine. We're all fine here now. Thank you. How are you? than any president that's ever held this office. You big dummy! When you ask what makes us the greatest country in the world, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Ready when you are. All righty, I feel ready. Good. Are we recording? Yes. Is this thing on? Yeah, we're doing it. We're going. <laughs> I mean, and this is a legit is this thing on because we've been playing around with audio for the last 20 minutes. So. I'll be honest. Hey, though, everybody. That wasn't that wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. I thought we'd be like, all right, let's try it tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, everyone. Episode 434 of Are You Serious? Um, I'm Frank and I'm in San Diego. Yeah. 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 Is San Diego in you yet? Uh, getting there, yeah. getting there. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I walked out of the house this morning, well, late morning and it was like 65 degrees and I was like, oh man, it's chilly. So <laughs> I'm starting to be that guy. So yeah, you're not weird. supposed to be that guy that fast though. Well, you know, what's really interesting is I get to these points where I, um, like I'll know that it's like 72 degrees outside but like in the shade, it's still like a little chillier. It's, and it's just it's seventy one. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. I'm trying yeah. not to be obnoxious about the weather. I know you guys got a bunch of snow. Not we so didn't. That's... Not not here. Well, it snowed for a little bit, and then but it rained for most of the day. Right now, you look out the window, and it looks like lousy smarch weather. Because yeah. there's just some snow like in the divots. Of the of the of the lawns, yeah, and like that's uh, it. I'm gonna stop my video. Good uh, idea. Because I look fat. Oh, I wasn't looking, so. <laughs> yeah, but I, I look down. I'm like, oh my god, that's <laughs> terrible. That's just not good. <laughs> not a good look for me. All right. So, so um, we have you sounding better this week for people that you know the six people that listen. Um, because I gave you a a going away. It's not really a housewarming, because like it's I don't know what to call it. It's a uh, let's you know let's call it a bon voyage. Okay, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. And I was uh, I was very 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 touched. This is fantastic. This is awesome. Well, I, I um, thought you could uh, you could definitely yeah. use it for um, yeah, I not mean, just for this, this show, but for good this show. Stuff. For, <laughs> for other stuff, um, I'm going to plug the YouTube thing later yep. in the show. little tease right there. And uh, and I'm toying around with the idea of doing um, another. I told you about that by other podcast ideas. So yeah. I'm still, um, you know, 
plotting a plot for that. So, um, yeah, clearly I have a lot of free time. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So we, I got you a mixer because yeah. Um, and a mic. Yep. And, and the cool mic yep. rack for the mic, like the whole, Oh yeah. It was a whole thing. kit and the mic yeah, of course showed up first and I'm like, don't open that stuff. Oh, I know. It was agonizing. The box was sitting there for days and days and days. <laughs> yeah, it was terrible. a while. Took a wrong time of the year to order stuff. Right. So. <laughs> but we got yeah. you we got you set up. I think you're sounding pretty good, but obviously we'll tweak it as it goes along and I'm sure yeah, anybody yeah, yeah. um that listens back to this can be like, you know, at, at an hour you guys sounded like shit, you dumbasses. <laughs> I'll be like, all right, I'll all right well it's got a lot of go. buttons and knobs and it does stuff, a lot so. of them you don't need honestly yeah. so yeah and it was funny because i looked in the instruction book and really the instruction book for for this was a lot of just diagrams going if you have a guitar plug it in here and then yeah. in this kind of configuration do this yeah it's like okay is that a speaker or a 20 year old ipod what are you talking about right there <laughs> <laughs> so, exactly yeah um so yeah i, I hopefully this will um this will help our sound quality yeah yeah so i'm stuff. interested yeah, to see um stuff. what you and peter can put out with it yeah i think i'm gonna try to get um like the like the clip-on like lapel mics yeah, yeah. and just kind of see how that goes yeah for um, the setup you have from the first video it's uh that's probably the better idea than trying to hang mics around you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you saw that video. What'd you think? I didn't get to watch it yet because yesterday, yesterday, my external hard drive on my Xbox decided to stop mounting itself. Uh, So I don't want to say it was my wife's fault, but she unplugged everything. And then when we (laughs) plugged it all back in, it didn't work, but whatever. You know, oh. they're, they're games. And the most important thing is Blizzard um, saves player information on their servers. So all my Overwatch progress has, is saved somewhere outside of the house. Yeah. Well, so cool. I got another drive coming tomorrow. I'll plug that in as soon as it comes in. And then I have, I have 114 games I've got digitally now. Oh, wow. Yeah. Hold on. I've paid for probably six of them because most of the ones I download are, this is free. So, you know, it's that kind of thing. Uh, a, a lot, lot of times, some of those free ones pass. are pretty good. Yeah. A lot of them are game pass. Like you pay $9 a month and you can play yeah. these games. It's like a rental kind of situation almost. So as long as I've got them for free, it's my understanding. And I think we talked about this not that long ago. It's my understanding that I can download them again and have all the content I had. And I don't really yeah, care about my progress in any of the Mortal Kombat games or, or even the Arkham games. I would not mind starting them over again. Um, but it's the, the fact that I got to level like 315 in Overwatch that I, I don't want to start over because I've... I've bought a couple loot boxes because I like some of the costumes and stuff. You know, if I put actual yeah. money into it, then I just I want that back. So we'll find out tomorrow. And I got a smaller hard drive this time around. I had a four terabyte, and I only ever filled like 25% of it. So I got a two terabyte, but this is Seagate's made exclusively for the Xbox One because it was like, you know, 
one o'clock in the morning when I finally gave up. I reformatted it back to factory settings and nothing. I couldn't mount it on any computer in the house. But it would not turn. Really. The light would blink every now and then, but not enough for it to mount. But it's just it's just <laughs> video games. It's not other stuff. You just kind of want to push it along. It's like you can do it, dude. Yeah. Come on, you'll be fine. You can yeah. make it. I wanted It'll to be great. push it along by pushing <laughs> it into the ground. Yeah. Well, there's that too. Yeah. But so. but on the other side of that, you know, my chair broke. <laughs> oh no! So that's almost the worst part. Oh. <laughs> uh, it's what's frustrating is um it's uh it it was a it was a it was a nice metal base you know the the star we'll call the the part where the wheels go the star and um I had those wheels on it that I had on the old red chair in the studio and they're like the rollerblade wheels so they're really nice except the part that that the 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 rollerblade um like rod that that pushes into it yeah pivot point or whatever that sat in a collar that had a one it had one spot weld to hold that collar in place so of course once the first one goes they're all gonna give out yeah yeah so that happened um and then i tried to take i I ordered a new one which i have on the chair right now and it's um it's supposed to be like a heavy duty holds up to 400 pounds i'm like great so you ever try to get the base off of a chair? It's not easy. I have tried that. That's yeah. that's no. They're just meant to <laughs> That's it. They're in there. Good yeah. luck. So I tried um I tried the rubber mallet that they suggested. I tried a hammer because I wasn't reusing this base. Um then I tried this is where I think my mistake was. I got a screwdriver lined up and I was trying to tap it out along the piston and I dented the piston in like uh, three or four spots. Yeah. That comes into play later. I wasn't I wasn't sure. So I couldn't get the thing off and I'm like, wait, I bought an angle grinder a couple months ago. So I just cut the fucking thing off. And it came off and I put the new one on and I put the wheels on. And then I pulled the thing to make sure that the seat was all the way up and it went down. I'm like, okay, fine. Cause that's, I was sitting on it and then it wouldn't come up. I must've pushed it down past the point when, and it's just, it was just so low for me. Just boom. Yeah. Oh, that sucks. I'm like, ah, oh, shit. So I'm like, all right, you know, I ordered a new bottom. This one was aluminum and it was. You've had a chair for a while though, right? This one in the room now I've had since July, but. The other one was the one that 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 just that just fell apart. Huh. Um. So I'm in the chair. I'm like, all right, I'm just gonna watch some. I'm just gonna watch this movie for outside the cinema. And I put my feet up, and then all of a sudden, I feel like like my butt is sinking because the way this thing is set up, it's got a metal top, right? It's rounded metal top, but underneath, it's like one ridge that runs from the middle to the edge and then it's got three or four ribs across it to reinforce it well the wheels were facing out and instead of it bending up or down they twisted along the axis oh i see wow yeah weird right yeah that's so i I, I initiated the return with Amazon 
and the new one I ordered, it's supposed to be able to hold 1,400 pounds. Because fuck it, I'll just go with elephant casters at this point. Um, <laughs> and it's made of nylon. And nylon apparently has a little more give than aluminum. And the thing's not coming till Thursday. I don't know why I'm complaining about this. But, you know, when you go to move in the chair and it just kind of sinks like it's in quicksand and you're like, ugh. But that's yeah. that's and then I, I had built these I had printed these guns, uh Star Wars guns. I printed a Fet Blaster, I printed um Mando's um pistol, which is really big actually compared to what I thought it was. Um And they're full like life size? Yeah. Yeah. Ah, that's awesome. So like I made a I made a little mistake on one of them. Um the blaster of fets which is a handgun it's the sidearm that goes on his hip like you know right. like a gunslinger yeah. and um pardon me it it wouldn't fit on the print bed um so what i did was i dropped it through the base of the of the slicer so that it would only do the stuff that's sitting on the print bed and then it, once that once that slices a slicer basically uh tells the printer layers how to print the layers it slices it into layers so for anybody that doesn't know so once that once it finished the um the barrel part of the end of the gun the the, the pew pew end of the gun i um <laughs> did you did you just say the pew pew end of yeah the gun? instead of the instead of the trigger <laughs> end of the gun it's the pew pew um so then i 180'd it and just printed there but it didn't really 180 on the axis I wanted it to. So I lost probably a quarter of an inch off the length. And the only problem with that is there was a little bit of flare that comes up and around. Um, like, like, you know, just another piece of it that wraps around the top of the gun. I'm missing like the front curve of that over the top of the barrel. Uh. Easy enough with, you know, putty or plastic or whatever to, Add that back in. So I had the, I had that glued together. I had the Mando gun glued together. I had put all of the, the filler on Fett's gun and propped it up. There's my mistake. To, um, to let it dry so the stuff wouldn't just run off of it or whatever. And I'm, I'm working on the Xbox. It's all one day, by the way. <laughs> I'm working on the Xbox and I hear crash. I'm like, oh, fuck. I knew what it was. Fortunately, it's not too much of a mess because I glued it together just with super glue and it's just a clean, like fit the barrel, line up the sides kind of thing. Um, And earlier in the day, I had, I had accidentally bumped the Mando gun and I grabbed it by the barrel, by the front of the barrel. And uh, that snapped off because I used ABS for that, which is a different kind of plastic that I'm not thrilled with, but I ordered some accidentally and I missed my window to return it. So I'm using it. Um, but I had only used super glue around the edge, not on the inside, which is probably why it cracked apart. So yeah. right now I have E6000 holding it together. Um, and it's supposed to have a little slider, like a cocking mechanism that goes on the inside and a working trigger if I bother to put a spring in it. So that'll be nice. Next, I'm going to print yeah, the um, Biker Scout pistol. That's just one solid piece. 
Um, but I'm going to use ABS on that and slow. And those are a little smaller too. Yeah. But I made it bigger because I realized like this FET gun, all, all guns that I hold for anybody that doesn't know, this isn't me being fat. This is me being six foot, almost six foot six. Whenever I hold a gun, my pinky's got nowhere to go. It's like, (laughs) it like, it always falls off the bottom of the gun and scout troopers in Jedi, they're holding the gun with like index and middle finger and maybe ring finger if they're small right so i just scaled it up a little bit um but the mando gun because he's wearing gloves and stuff it's got a huge um trigger opening Uh, like it's it's like a good size gun i like feel i feel like a normal person when i hold it you feel like a normal person holding a fake gun yes good yes but it's nice because most guns it's like i pick it up and like my pinky just like why do i exist like i don't know pinky (laughs) you're you're useless except when i play guitar but i shoot with my left hand so uh we don't need you (laughs) um speaking of mando yeah i don't know what you're talking about what what let's get into mando all right you gotta get closer to your microphone you almost Uh, have to you almost have to have your face on the pop filter Okay. So yeah. like this is good? Yes. Okay. So let's talk about Mando. Okay. I um, hate that show. <laughs> Why do you hate No, that I don't show? know. What are we talking about? <laughs> um so what I want to say I am mm, I'm gonna say I'm about eighty seven point eight percent okay <laughs> with Fett being alive. Okay. I need to go back and find the comic where he, you know, crawls his way out of the Sarlacc pit to become a hundred percent. I don't I like... think there's anything canon that supports that yet. Well, I really like how he's been brought into um, into Mandalorian. Um, yeah. This is, by the way, folks. Spoiler is spoiler. Oh yeah, over the yeah. So um, I'll put that. What, in the notes. I my initial when he talked about. Um, wanting his armor back, mm. um, you know, no, I don't want your armor. I want the armor that you got from what's his face from yeah. Cobb Vanth. Um, my first instinct was, well, you're a badass. Why didn't you just get it from Cobb Vanth yourself? Mm. But then it occurred to me that Boba Fett may not have known that Cobb Vanth had it until Mando was on the scene. Right. And sort of led him in that direction. So it's a hundred percent possible that Fett was living with that Tuscan tribe that went and helped out. Yeah. And then he's like, Oh, Oh, I see how it is. Yeah. Or he just heard about a dude and a whole bunch of armor. You know what I mean? Like, there are ways that he might not have known about Cobb Vanth. Right. Right. And then trailing Mando um, kind of brought him to Cobb Vanth. And then um, that whole thing happened. So um, yeah. I was cool with that. I, I, loved- I did read another uh, theory that he took it from, he wanted it from uh, Din because first he wasn't using it because he already has his own armor and it's possible he was just letting Vanth use it because he was actually doing some good with it and Mando didn't need it but once he hooks up with uh, Fennec um, then he needs it back who knows 
Maybe it'll be explained. It doesn't need to be. Yeah, I can't picture Fett going, nah, he's doing all right with it. We'll let him hang on to it. He could have been like, all right, I'll let him him sort his shit out, and then I'll go get it. Because, I mean, he'd just be killing a good guy at that point. So, I don't know. But then again, you know, the whole story hasn't been told. Yeah. So, Um, we, as much as it sucks, have to be patient. (laughs) Yeah, and it is... is tough to be patient but i gotta tell you that that gunfight in the hills yeah when the stormtroopers are coming and there's fennec just not missing a shot it was oh my god yeah she's good good. and it was the the fastest the fastest half hour ever oh my god yeah that episode flew by yeah i've actually watched that three times now just to try and pick up on little stuff yeah it, it was so good and the, the dark troop. Oh my God. Everything. So good. See, I've seen so many complaints about this, this season. That's like about what? Oh, I wish the like, dark troopers used for more than a snatch and grab. Really? Well, those stormtroopers tried it and they didn't get it. Like that's what, that's what they're there for. They are, they are robot rockets. They, yeah. they landed, they could have used a jet trooper. Yeah, I don't think jet troopers can go that high. But who cares? Like, they're introduced, and they do the one thing no one else could do for the entire series up to this point. Yeah, it's, oh, man. People just need to look for shit to hate, you know? And it's oh, it's the worst part of Star Wars fandom. Yeah, yeah. So, it's... um. It's kind of annoying, but um. I was very, very, very happy to see um, how brutal a uh, gaffy stick. Oh my can god! Be. Yeah, just proving once again that stormtrooper armor is bullshit. Well, we saw that <laughs> with um, Churret. It just it just shatters. I mean, yeah. really, stormtrooper armor is is for the shock value. Yeah. So, meh. Yeah. No, I just thought, I mean, watching Boba Fett go to work on them with the stick was just fucking awesome. Oh, yeah. my God. Now you can imagine just... what a what a tribe of, of Tuscans could do to defenseless moisture farmers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was, that was really, really good. Yeah. Very happy to see. Because they, they, they showed... In this season, they showed one of the Tuscans using it to massage a bantha's gums, and then yeah. this thing beats the living shit out of what <laughs> ten stormtroopers, just straight it's up the- kills. He mashed that one dude's mad helmet into like yeah. mush. I was I was it's, I was pretty happy with that. It's the multi tool from a galaxy. <laughs> yeah, and, you know. A long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Yep. Got a scratch on your back. Need to mush up some vegetables. Got to kill a bunch of stormtroopers. Bantha's gums bleeding. You could you could hear the guy who does jack chop. Gaffy stick. <laughs> You'll be the baddest dude on Tatooine. And I love how Fett says it. Tatooine. Yeah. Like, that's awesome. I'm going to tell him this. And he, seeks, he says his own name is Boba. Boba Fett. So, okay, who am I to argue? You're the character. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, and um, 
What's the other thing? There's something else. Oh, because uh, Tamar Morrison is Maori, so that weapon fit him so perfectly. Yeah, yeah. That was oh man, I just can't get over this show's so good. I've seen the episode, I think three times now yeah. as well. Um, good stuff. Yeah. Good stuff. And it was directed by Robert Rodriguez. Of that was nice. Of it's course. nice to see that they're bringing him in. I like him a lot. Yeah. I oh, really hey, do. we need a cowboy shootout. All right. I got <laughs> a guy. <laughs> Danny DeVito just sitting there. I got a guy. Yeah, I got a guy. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have a shootout guy? You need a shootout guy. <laughs> I watched a couple of other things this week. Okay. Um, I watched a terrible Ed Helms movie from, I think it was 2017, something called uh, Clapper. Never heard of it. No, I, I don't know where it went. It was on Netflix. And it's about this guy who um, he has this job as being like in the audience, like an audience member for infomercials. Oh, okay. Okay. That's, that could like, be an interesting premise. Yeah. It, you know, and it wasn't, it was kind of funny because he does like little different disguises and you get paid a little bit more if you ask a question, you know, the right way. And they give him the lines for the questions. It's pretty, it's pretty funny. Ed Helms is in it. Okay. Um, uh, oh, what's his name? I just I just keep thinking of just calling him uh, Tracy Jordan, but Tracy Morgan oh. is in it. And I can tell you, the best line from him in this movie is, hey, you catch me masturbating once, shame on me. You catch me twice, shame on you. <laughs> it's a line that only, that only Tracy Morgan could deliver. That is true. But, so what happens is this... So there's some like late night talk show guy who know who who's, you know, they notice that this guy is in all of these different infomercials. We got to find this guy. So it basically turns his life upside down and it's really badly done. Like the story is terrible. Okay. If anybody out there has seen it, let me know what you think, because it was just so badly done. It's just like one of those movies where the problem isn't really a problem. Mm. You know, it's just like, wait a minute, you, you, you want to get seen. You want to turn this into something. This is your opportunity to turn it into something and you're totally fighting it. Amanda Seyfried is in it as the quirky, like love interest. Okay. And they got, yeah, they got good people in it. Uh, I was Alan Thicke's last movie. So so he, he might've killed himself after he saw the final cut. That's all I can think of. So. so here's something interesting to totally go off track, right? So as the show may or may not know, right, my uh, department was liquidated on January 6th. That was the last day for any of us in the Omni Theater. Okay. And then I got a severance package, which was very nice, and I could file for unemployment. Now, my unemployment had run out, and then because of corona, there were emergency funds. So I got like 16 weeks of that. Cool. And then after that, there was another thing signed and I got, now I have four months of that left. And then I just got an email cause I had just, I had just done all the online stuff. Right. And this is notification from the Massachusetts department of unemployment assistance. And I'm like, ah, shit, they, they know I got hired. Now they're going to say, because you have a job, even though you haven't started, you don't get any more. <laughs> right and it says uh the massachusetts legislature recently amended the state law governing the federal slash state extended benefit program 
EB eligible candidate claimants may now collect up to 20 additional weeks of benefit payments, depending on federal funding, which is currently scheduled to end on 1226, which then will be renewed. I'm sure. Wow. The EB program is triggered into effect when certain economic conditions related to high unemployment exist. Wow. Interesting. So if you are in Massachusetts and are on un- unemployment, you might want to check your inboxes on the UI. Hmm. So, well, that's, that's good news. It's nice to see that something's, you know, being done and trying to help. Yeah. It's um, all around been a shitty year, but some good things have kind of come out of it. Yeah. Which is, which is all right. Speaking of, so when do you start the new gig? Good. There we go. I was going to segue right into that. (laughs) So, um, I've said folks, we don't even rehearse. No, no. I've said before that, um, um, I when I had applied. Uh, I, my first real job was at Toys R Us, and my friend uh, Chung had um, told me I should apply so I, we could work together. Um, so he helped me get in to my first job, and then I knew some people at at a movie theater that I'd always gone to, and and they said, "Oh, you should apply." And, the blockbuster that I was at, I got to know the people really well. And I'm like, are you hiring? They're like, yeah. I'm like, all right. So I've kind of had help getting jobs like a whole bunch. And that goes all the way through to uh, Scott uh, suggesting me to the museum and and all that. And um, you're out of the state, so you're no help anymore. I can't. You don't know anybody. Not (laughs) enough. But, um... I had I have one other person that I talked to because a bill I had already used for Sam Goody back in the uh, back in two thousand because um, Bill worked for me at Blockbuster so it was kind of a nice role reversal there um, and my friend works at WGBH and he's like uh, we, we need somebody in, in my department I'm like okay so I am starting on January fourth. Because all this stuff is going to be done remotely, all the HR stuff. I have a whole bunch of files I need to read, but not right away. Um, All the new hire paperwork, how to log into the computer, how to log hours, that kind of stuff. Um, They had to do a background check on me, which uh, I was very relieved to see. I'm still not in the sex offenders registry. So that's good. Um, You'll get there one day. Maybe when we'll I'm a, maybe when I'm a grandpa and like yeah. I could talk my way out of it. Oh yeah, I don't know. It just fell out. Um, <laughs> all of your balls, all all of it, all of it, all four feet, <laughs> all of your balls. You need to see someone now. Yes. No. Well, two is all. One is actually all. Right. That's all. <laughs> anyway, it's it's the normal amount. It's three. So the um the hell was i saying so yeah okay so it's um it's it's the background check which they did after they offered me the job which i thought was weird but that's how they do things and that's fine just saying and um fill out all the paperwork then it has to get me set up in the computer um i gotta go through the orientation which will be zoomed 
and um and then it's it's figuring out the schedule and all that and because it takes it two weeks to to get everything all set up and there's a holiday right in the middle and then another holiday that's the best they could do and i'm i mean it's a few weeks away and i'm like i'm like you mean i don't have to work a new job at christmas okay (laughs) i didn't say that but i mean yeah nice like yeah i'm still i can still collect at this point so it's i'm not and that's what i said i'm like i'm still eligible for unemployment so i'm fine with whatever you guys need to do because i'm trying to be you know as as i know hiring a new person is is, um always an issue you know not like when we hired people and it's like all right what's your name can you drive do you take the bus all right let's go (laughs) um because that was our interview process it's like can you get here if we need you to yes how the bus it's not what i'm talking about thanks for coming in yeah don't tell me you can close and then tell me that your reliable transportation is the bus because that's done at 10 o'clock yeah that was that was the problem to to explain to everybody that doesn't know why we're being dicks um, the mall would only have the bus come. Was it 10 or 1030? It was like 10 matter. to 1030. I just remember thinking like, dude, we don't close for three hours. Yeah. Just either leave, don't come back or, you know, yeah. so get your shit together. You can't uh, put down on the application that you can close, which it could be two o'clock, two 30 in the morning. Yeah. Sometimes. Um, if you have to get on the bus because nothing sucked more than when all your people were like, all your, all your newbies right on a tuesday or whatever for the first shift we all gotta go because we gotta get the bus uh motherfucker says what no <laughs> hmm. sounds like you have a problem yeah but i want you to look at this as an opportunity to develop your problem solving skills <laughs> and then i would you... love this yeah. i would love this can you give me a ride home right. no <laughs> no no because that would rob you of the opportunity <laughs> To solve the problem yourself. I, I couldn't do that. I wouldn't be a good manager if I didn't help you develop. Okay. Uh, I haven't Quitting heard that option. tone of voice in a long time. <laughs> God, I miss it. <laughs> so to translate for anybody that doesn't know Frank that well, that is go fuck yourself. <laughs> you lied to me. I'm not helping. Bye-bye. <laughs> More or less. Yeah. oh man hey do you know what i've been watching on amazon prime no idea no idea this show called um black books okay i've watched some of those yeah oh i i just i mean i over the years i'd seen um you know little little clips on facebook and stuff like that looked like it was pretty funny yeah it's got that guy from Shaun of the dead the douchebag yeah but everybody is in it from that like like all these british actors mm. that you know like martin freeman is in an episode of it um simon pegg is in an episode okay. of it isn't Olivia bill bailey Coleman. in it too who bill bailey longish hair probably beard mustache uh yeah, I think he's the other yeah, yeah, he's okay. the other like regular. Yeah, I like him. Um, he's funny. Um, the guy, I think his last name is like Slinkowitz or something like he's the one in guardians of the galaxy. Yeah. 
She's, um, he's Darth like, Maul's voice in Phantom Menace. Yeah. yeah. With a bunch Sir Fanowitz. Yeah. He's in it. Yeah. Safanowitz. He's in it. Like all these British actors. I mean, this is like in back in 2000, they all look a little like thinner. Yeah. Also the, yeah. um, the fat dude from mm. Shaun of the dead, like <laughs> Simon Pegg's, you know, buddy there. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's just great. And the show is funny as hell. It's so funny. Hmm. I don't remember too much. I watched it a little while ago and I only, only got a couple, couple episodes in. Oh, yeah, it's uh, it's it's pretty fun. Hmm. So I'd recommend it if you're into 20 year old British sitcoms for some reason. I mean, there's no there's no wrong time. Also, you know what movie holds up? Oh, boy. I don't know where I'm, this is going. It could go I'm, anywhere. Literally, I'm anywhere. not going to say Three Stooges. It could go anywhere because I have a very broad taste. That's true. Um. Notting Hill. Meh. I know it's a little rom com, whatever, but I have to tell you, it really does hold up. It's okay. very, it's st- still very funny. Hugh Grant is in his, you know, prime Hugh Grantness, and um, you know her, her line of "I'm just a girl standing in front of a boy," blah blah blah. It ah oh, man, it it still packs a wallop. I'll say. Okay. It really it, it holds up good, you know. Anybody, I know you never will, so I'll say it to everybody else. If, uh, you know, if you have the means, I, <laughs> I strongly suggest, you know, clicking on it and just watch it again because it's kind of fun. All right. Nothing wrong with that? No. Hey, did you hear what Warner Brothers is doing with their new releases next year? You mean making them free to me? I mean, what? <laughs> <laughs> They're putting everything on HBO Max the same day that they're releasing in the theaters. Yeah, yeah. And the internet and if, is flexing its pirating fingies. Right? Yeah. And um, yeah. Oh, and AM, AMC spoke out. It's just like, well, what's this going to do to the theater? Blah, blah, blah. It's like, <clears throat> put your bitch in. Here's a you legit guys- complaint I read. Okay. Legendary is filing suit against Warner Brothers for... Um, Kong and something else. I can't remember what the other one is because if it goes to streaming, then the production company of legendary, they're the ones that put up all the money and Warner brothers is just the distribution. So they are going to lose a lot of money on this and it negates a lot of the negotiating for bonuses that they've done for them to go out and do this. And I'm like, oh, that's legitimate. That's a legitimate. But is anybody going to go to like Wonder Woman prime example? Yeah. Like they're going to release it on HBO max on Christmas. Right. They're also going to, it's going to go in the theater. But if you have HBO max, then technically isn't it free to you? You don't have to pay Mulan money to watch it. It's it's not free. It's already paid for, but the point is No, but you know what I mean? Like I'm paying. Yeah. You're not paying a premium for it. Yeah. Right. So, but it's still like, who's if it was if it wasn't going to HBO Max if it was just doing theatrical release and then three months later it shows up in HBO Max then I'm watching it three months later in HBO Max I'm not yeah. going to a theater no it's too early so what are the theaters complaining about they're like they're not getting money that they weren't going to get in the first place right well maybe may AMC's always had weird complaints about things um, but it's not like. I mean, this isn't this isn't the movie that anybody's gonna go. 
you know what? This is the one that's going to drag me to a movie. Theater. Oh, I'm not oh. going to a movie theater until I've had the vaccine three times. Yeah. The other one was Dune that Legendary's putting out. And that has potential to be amazingly good or garbage. I don't know. Yeah. But, but I, I understand the we negotiated our contracts um, for a certain distribution model and bonuses based off that. And now they're changing it. Without consulting them, the people at Legendary found out the exact same way we did. Yeah, but the conditions are different. The conditions I mean, are different, so they should renegotiate those contracts then, shouldn't they? Yeah. So I understand that, but movie theaters, I, I understand they're complaining, but I think deep down they know, well, what choice do we have? I mean, right. I mean, 3,000 people a day are going to be dying. Uh, or are dying at this point. Uh, people aren't leaving their houses, but they are because we saw the travel for fucking Thanksgiving dipshits. Um, but theaters aren't open, are they? Or are they? And like they let ten people in. I don't even know what's going on. I'm not I, paying attention. I don't even know. I all the the only thing I've really heard about is that AMC is letting people rent a theater for a hundred bucks or some foolish something. Which, if you think about it. <laughs> That's a great deal. It's it's not bad, right? Because if For you're something paying, like Wonder Woman, if you're paying maybe. twenty bucks a ticket, or or eighteen, seventeen, we'll say seventeen, right? Does that sound about right for here? Yeah, about okay. maybe thirteen. No, fifteen. I don't even know because I was subscribed to that like showcase thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was paying seventeen bucks a month to see like I don't know like five movies a month or something okay. like that. But if you could, if you could rent, a, a even like a small 90 seat theater for a hundred bucks, that means if you bring over eight people. Yeah. So that would be like me and my wife and my two kids. And then my parents could come later and sit in the front of the theater <laughs> And then, like, two or three more people, and that's what it would have cost you anyway to go. And then you're safe. That's I think that's really interesting. Yeah, I think it's a a really interesting idea. And they got to do what they got to do. But um, I don't know. It's, it's, It's a tough spot for everybody. Yeah. And it's a tough situation for everybody. And nobody is... There's no right answer. I mean, you hear about, you know, let's shut down, you know, restaurants. Let's do this. I mean, I'm hearing it a lot here. And, you know, oh, my God, people are not happy with the governor of California these days. No, what's going on there? Well, it's just like, you know, restaurant closings. But, you know, like it's confusing and we we can sit outside, but we can't sit outside. Can I go inside? Like it's Uh it's yeah, kind of crazy. Okay, so so he just needs to be more specific. Yeah, I think so. But the thing is, I mean, it's a moving target and you're not going to keep everybody happy. And the downside, the, the, the other downside of this whole situation is that there's no relief coming. Right. You know, the government right. should, for lack of a better way to put it, pay people to stay at home. Yes. Let's kill this thing. Yes. Uh, has any so, governor come out and said, look, you're not going to like this, but I don't give a shit if you like me or not. 
I want to make sure you're at least alive to decide if I made the right I don't know. decision. The closest, the closest I saw to that is when I was still in Massachusetts and governor Baker was, you know, like, look, you know what, we're, we're doing the best we can with this. And this is going to be uncomfortable for some people, but this is what we think is going to slow the spread. And that was like in the spring and the summer. Yeah. But now I still, I still get, you know, no news alerts from Massachusetts and then mm-hmm. people are pissed at him too. Yeah. So. I mean, nothing that like I have the, the channel five group, whatever official page, uh, Facebook. And I get alerts sometimes for like weather and local stuff yeah. like that. And, um, no matter what is posted, um, you will get people complaining local, local news forums are just, they've replaced the IMDB um forums remember those those garbage uh, forums yeah yeah that's they all went to the local news forums now Ugh. people suck why can't why can't you just like just 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 fucking stay home and and wear the mask and don't well go we're very spoiled very you know kind of coddled country it's just Coddle. like oh yeah, that's that's uh, that's the word i was trying to think of earlier talking with my wife about something and and you know bring it to the, the further extreme selfish yeah so it's yeah. it's i mean australia was was it australia that i saw like their things are back to sort of normal there because of the really 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 strict guidelines they had in place i guess now they've got like like 50 active cases in the entire country Hmm. and it's it's you know believe it or not because our geography teachings here were so great it's a huge country it's literally a giant continent that like you would see it and be like oh that that's way bigger than i thought it was because it always looks like it's like i could walk across that in four days yeah but it's it's also a place where you know the 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 animals are trying to kill you yeah so you run across more people getting killed by (laughs) giant you know car-sized spiders than covid i think i think magpies are a huge problem there if i if so delicious well that's what they say about the humans they dive bomb (laughs) i don't know man it's just a big mess and then you've got folks oh god i can't wait till 2020 is over like i keep thinking that mean yeah it's not gonna be done tragedy don't know shit about time Right. 2020 is just going to get worse. Yeah. Oh, speaking of worse, like, you know, David Prowse was never my favorite celebrity. I am sad that he died because that is another part of Star Wars that has died. But yeah, apparently, that's sad. apparently he died of COVID. Did he really? Surprise. We knew he had a pre existing breathing condition. Wow. There's a Darth Vader joke for you. Yeah. I but yeah, that's what his daughter said, apparently. I didn't want to make the Darth Vader joke, but it almost writes itself. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure he would have appreciated that. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I saw that. That was a shame. And I saw that, that picture, you know, that it's a black and white picture with all of them when they're young. Yep. And then it's like sort of shaded in blue with right. all the ones who have passed. Yep. It's just, it's just Mark Hamill and Harrison Ford now. Of the original. Well, notice Anthony Daniels isn't in that photo. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. Anthony Daniels, though, man, Peter and I were talking about him the other day. Like, he's just like, he's like, yep, 
I got one role and I'm going to, I'm going to ride that part for the next 50 years. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I just read these things about how he treated Kenny Baker and I'm like, he's just a dick. Like I watched this thing. It was supposed to be him talking about all the differences between the C-3PO costumes. And I got the, it was like, it was like 40 minutes. I'm like, all right, I'll give him that time. I liked, I bought a vampire motorcycle. That's I watched this move, this thing. And, um, <laughs> all he did was complain about wearing the costume. Oh, well this pinched and this hurt and I couldn't stand up. And it's like, who gives a shit? That was 40 years ago. Did it, did it pinch when you, you know, deposited the check? Yeah. Did it pinch did every time pinch? C-3P is on screen and they call you to do his voice? But he just didn't, he didn't treat Kenny Baker with like any respect. And I don't, I can't, that's why, that's why when 3PO in, in that, in the last, whatever Skywalker uprising, um, you know, the Skywalker, oh, it's just like Dark Knight Rises. And it was just as disappointing. could have been great when 3po says you know you've always been my best friend i'm like bullshit you've done nothing but abuse that droid and the little dude that used to be in there fucking lying hypocrite i'm I'm not i'm not a fan you've got some feelings about anthony daniels yeah because kenny baker seemed like a fucking blast to be with so who's in the r2 suit now nobody i don't think anybody is let me see. I could be wrong. Who is R2 now? Well, R2 only has two O's in it if you spell it out phonetically. <laughs> da, da, da. Anyway, while you're doing yeah. that, I'm going to plug my YouTube show. Ah. Uh, Jimmy V for episodes seven and eight. And then oh. Hassan Taj and Lee Towersy in episode nine. So there was still a person oh, in there. Cool. That's cool. Yeah, I think that's cool. Yeah. Wonder if Anthony Daniels took a big dump on them too. <laughs> well, it would just seem big because they're Lil. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Oh dear. Do you do your thing? Anyway, I'm going to do my plug. So, everybody, um, my friend Peter and I, um, and Chris knows Peter. We all used to work together. Yes. So, uh, um, in our tons of extra time out here in California for some reason, uh, we decided to put together a, uh, a, a YouTube show. And we, uh, we take an actor every week, and we discuss what we think are that actor's three best performances. So um, it's on, we, we dropped the first episode uh, the other day and I think, my God, it might've just been yesterday. Anyway, uh, it's called uh, Ticket Stubs and Popcorn. Uh, check it out. We, um, we're going to try to do two a week and we'll see what happens with that. Um, it's kind of fun. It's like 20 minutes long, but um, check it out. Let me know what you think. Like and subscribe and all that good stuff. So, thanks. <laughs> So, um, you said it was, it was who, who Sean Connery, Sean Connery was the first one we did. Yeah. So and you must we, talk about leave extraordinary gentlemen and Highlander too. 
We did not. Nope, those were not in either <laughs> of our three. Good. Good. <laughs> um, so, and then there was this other little thing where we talked about a movie that you stop and watch, uh, regardless of like if you're flipping through channels and you uh, you come across a movie. Yep. No matter yeah. where it is that you'll you'll sit and you'll watch the whole thing. So yep. we uh, we talk about our different choices with that. So, uh, like I said, it's a fun little uh, diversion, I guess. <laughs> Something to do. So, That's good. Yeah, it's um, yeah. So check it out. Nice. And uh, yeah, if uh, anybody has actress suggestions, the uh, folks that we should do, throw stuff in the comments. Sounds good. Yeah. So I will be annoying and plugging that every week. <laughs> that sounds good to me. Um, yeah, so this episode was a little late because I, was, I wasn't I was feeling so great on Saturday. Uh, Sunday? I forget. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, we just sort of lost the weekend. Yeah, but you weren't Well, yeah, because now we're waiting for, for Mando to be on so we can actually discuss it uh, instead of doing it a week late. So... Oh, something that two things, two things about this last episode of Mandalorian spoilers again, right? So the only thing left from the ship is the Beskar pike or spear and the ball that attaches to the, to the, that one uh, lever. His gun is gone. His long rifle. Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah. But the jetpack survived. So that's cool. Right. Right, which he was too busy to remember to go get. Because if he had the jetpack, he could have followed yeah, them. He would have had a shot to, to fight back. Yeah. But I thought it was weird, like, when he's, when, because Boba tells him to take the jetpack off, right? right? Right. Like, that made no sense to me at all. Like, why? Oh, because he knows that he could control it. And if, if, um, if Din got higher up, he'd have the advantage. I think that's the old I have the high ground thing. Yeah. It's a, it's a lot harder to hit somebody flying around than it is on the ground. Yeah. So it just it just seemed I mean, if he took little... off with the thing and fired off his uh whistling sparrows or whatever they are, uh they they ne- neither of them would have survived. So That's that's what I figured. Yeah. Here's the other thing. No one has made the comparison between these two things yet. Um, the temple, the, the mountaintop temple that um, Grogu it meditates on yeah, is the same rough shape as Vader's meditation chamber when it's open. Oh. Maybe the design focuses the force. Yeah, that's pretty interesting. How about Grogu that? was getting pretty dark when he was tossing around those stormtroopers, huh? That yeah, but he didn't awesome. he didn't kill them, which I think that overrides any dark side stuff cuz he just he didn't they all got up and left. <laughs> just throwing them around. Yeah, also um Gideon says, "Oh, but it makes you so he's he's like, you know, he says something that makes it sound like he's been around him before. Before, oh, no, I just think it's obvious because he's just like you can see that Grogu is exhausted after that. I just think he was commenting on that, like just oh, maybe. Makes you look yeah. at how tired it makes you. Who's a tired boy? Yeah, you're so sleepy. Oh. You can't. So here's a funny thing that, that one sword. of the one of the YouTube channels pointed out. Um, his, um, 
you'll poke your eye out line. Yeah. Favreau is like best friends with Peter Billingsley. Oh, yeah. Do you remember in Spider-Man Far From Home and Iron Man, the scientist that gets yelled at? Tony Stark made this in a in a cave, blah, blah, blah. The, the bald scientist he yells at? Yeah. That's him. Really? Yes. Yes. But he looks super old. That dude. I'll let you come to that huh. realization. Oh, I'll go looking own. for it. Um, but they're friends, and the you'll poke your eye out is more than likely a little nod to him. I saw one picture comparing that, like the, the Black Saber, um, the Dark Saber yeah. conversation with, you know that picture you see the meme where um, it shows Luke kind of looking down the back yeah. of the lightsaber. Yeah. But the thing is, what drove me crazy about that is that picture was like, like a like a set photo. Right. That's not like that's not a screen grab or anything like that. That didn't happen in the movie. I, that picture drives me nuts when yeah. it tries to talk about how stupid Luke is. There's a million reasons why Luke does stupid things, but that's not one of them. That's true. That is true. But it just it just infuriated me. It's just like that's not the thing. That's like it's like the who shot first yeah. bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, because originally only one person fired a shot. Yeah. There's only one shot. Yep. And honestly, I don't I don't I don't, I, I can't even be bothered to argue that anymore, one way or the other. No, I know I'm right. Sometimes I'll yell at some dude in a chat room, you know, and some, you know. Oh, yeah. No, I'm on your side. No one. No, it was just Han. It's always been just Han. Yeah. The drug smuggler that he is. Right. (laughs) It's just a man trying to make his way in the universe. Oh, I love the two lines from the two movies put together. That was good. Yeah. I thought that was very cool. Yeah. Good stuff. So. Can't wait till next week. Yeah, where do you think this season is going to end? Let's do a little um, speculation. Uh, I don't know. Something has to go pretty sideways in the next episode. I think that Grogu will still be captured through the next episode because right. they'll 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 save him in. Um, in the last episode. Right, because in the next episode, don't they have to go get um go get your kid from Boston? Yeah, they gotta go go get him, which I don't fucking understand at all. So I don't know. Well, because he's ex Imperial. Yeah. So I, you know, he's that Bill Burr sold his soul to the devil, I'll tell you that, to get this gig. Well let's see, <laughs> let's see how it how it works out, right? Because it seems to me like he shows up and talks to Kara. Right. And and basically uh, she pulls a, a, a Morty from that meme. Right. It's like, <laughs> I don't know if I can let him. I mean, that's I'm I'm an I'm a rebel. New New Republic Marshal. He has the kid. You son of a bitch. I'm in. <laughs> I just I know. Right. I just um, <laughs> I liked that scene because yeah. it really establishes that. You know, Gina Carano was not going anywhere, no matter how much people are calling for her to get fired. Yeah. I was half expecting her to look at the screen and go, fuck you. I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> so it sounds like they're going to pull 
yeah, get a the lot band of these story together. elements together. Yeah. I think we'll see Bo-Katan because clearly he has the Darksaber and that's what she's going after. And if Gideon is not working for Thrawn, then I don't know what's going to happen. Um, yeah, I kind of hope that the Gideon and Thrawn thing, I hope that Thrawn is still like out there kind of lost. Yeah. You know, um, and I saw this this thing with Filoni saying that that last little bit where Ahsoka hooks up with Sabine at the end of um, Rebels. Yeah. That that we don't know when that is, because it, it basically the whole point of the conversation that I, I read, I saw a little video about it was that that could be Ahsoka going to Sabine after she finds out from the magistrate where Thrawn is true. So, cause it's like so close time wise. Yeah. And Sabine wouldn't argue. be, she wouldn't look that much older. Cause through your twenties, you know, if you take care of yourself, you don't look, you could, it's possible you, your looks don't change that much, but she does look a little bit older now that you mentioned. Yeah. It. So it, um, so that could be interesting to yeah. see kind of where that goes. So I hope that, Gideon is just sort of, you know, working to help bring the empire back. It's sort of filling in a lot of those spaces that they glossed over in mm. episode nine about the, um, you know, bringing the emperor back and yeah. first order. So um, I kind of like seeing that Mando's stuff is going on on the fringes of the, the beginning. Yeah. Of, and it, um, I mean, with the first order. With what he's got going on with him with this with this asset, it it definitely should factor into a larger plot. I mean, he's not yeah. just like going out and collecting bounties of oh no of no no nobody's in definitely. the outer rim. But I'm pretty sure that um, I, I I I I really hope that he and Thrawn are not working together yet. Okay, I hope that Thrawn is still out in the middle of nowhere with Ezra. And that's, and then that becomes the storyline for Ahsoka's show. Okay. Yeah. I'd be, I'd be okay with that. Hey, I I have, uh, let's close the show out with one more new complaint about um, rise of Skywalker. Okay. All right. Here's one. So the very beginning of the movie, we're introduced to Poe and Finn and they are in the millennium Falcon and they go to that iceberg planet to get, uh, data from that dude with the smiley face and the horns, right? You remember yeah. before the TIE fighter chased through the corridors? Yes. So they plug R2 in to what looks like a portable data bank and they download it into R2. Okay. Why didn't uh-huh. they just open the top of the Falcon and he throw it into the ship and they leave with it? They would have been ahead of the first order. That guy could have had plausible deniability because he didn't have anything. His head wouldn't have ended up on Hux's table or um, Kylo Ren's table. It's just, yeah, that's a good point. It seems yeah. manufactured to create a chase. Yeah. And I was talking, Ellen said to me, she's like, you know, you haven't been talking a whole lot about the show um, as the episodes go by. And I'm like, well, I'm trying to, 
I'm trying to just wait and see what's going to happen. <laughs> I said, I said, I said, you notice I don't, I don't talk a lot about um, Rise of Skywalker um, because honestly, J.J. <sighs> Abrams might be good setting a story up, but he is shit at finishing it. I said his ideas just they came out of nowhere and they really don't make sense. It's not, I said it's not the ending I was hoping for. And I'm totally fine with uh, with shows ending or movies ending. And I'm like, oh, that's not what I would have done, but that's what I got. So I got to judge it on that. But to bring all this stuff out of nowhere and then just like you still have 10,000 ships sitting at Exegol. Yeah. They're not defeated. They're just. <laughs> they're at the end of they're at the end of Jedi again. Yeah, yeah. You know, you've got a whole, you've got a whole system, a whole infrastructure of bad guys out there who are going to try to, you know, episodes, you know, ten yeah. and twelve are going to be trying to rebuild the empire. Exactly, exactly. They're not defeated. They're just delayed. Yeah. And I don't know. I I would have been. I think I would have been a lot happier if like another Snoke walked out from behind a curtain. And was like, do you really think I'd let the real one sit out here? <laughs> he just goes out. <laughs> gotcha, fuckers. Yeah, I mean, something like that would have been more interesting. But I also, I like the original script treatment for this, too. Like, there was some weird Pay stuff. Pay no attention to that Snoke. Yeah. I'm the one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yet, you have to have Kate McKinnon as Giuliani playing Snoke at that point. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, two two quick things, right? How weird was that lady, the blonde one, at um at Giuliani's thing? Oh, I didn't even watch it. I... Oh man, you gotta you gotta search out some clips. Okay. And then there was the other woman who was doing the press conferences, um, who was who was talking about voter fraud and all that. And she looked like a background character from a Despicable Me movie. You know who I'm talking about, right? Yes. So weird looking. I just, I just, I saw a thing today that Georgia finally recertified all of their votes. Yep. And for the third time, <clears throat> and I'm waiting for Trump to go, well, you know, I just think that we should do it. Account it again. <laughs> Georgia's like, no, man, fuck you. We're not doing this again. I saw um I saw a picture of Trump in Home Alone 2, right? And it was uh <clears throat> it said just remember Donald Trump was in Home Alone 2, lost in New York, and Georgia, and California, and Pennsylvania, and Massachusetts. <laughs> like awesome. Awesome. That's a good one. I like that. Yeah. yeah, someone says he they got he's just gonna go to, to, to Florida for the holidays and just not and not come, come back. back. I read that today. Like I please please do. Yeah, that'd be great. You just <laughs> there'd just be Joe Biden walking into the White House. Hello. Yeah, because they're Anybody saying he's home? not gonna go to the I just, inauguration. I just uh just wanna get the keys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I also heard that Melania is not speaking to Jill at all for the transition. Fuck Jill, mean, and Jill is good for Jill. Yeah. I think Jill's the real winner there. And and like, what uh, what advice could 
could Melania offer? Listen, darling, don't show your tits while he's in office. Yeah. Like, come on. Which is good advice. That's advice I follow myself. I don't show my tits. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So, um, all right, we're just over an hour, and I think, uh, just over I think my dinner is ready. Of course, oh, for you, it's you. like quarter after four. So, yeah. I'm so. going to go eat and try not to think about my Xbox. All right. Because shooting good. things relaxes me. All right. <laughs> well, everybody. <laughs> Everybody be safe out there. Have a great week. Chris, congrats again on the new gig. Super psyched for you. you. That's that's exciting stuff. You want to know the good thing about it? Like the job will, it'll initially start. I'll start between like three and four in the afternoon, somewhere like that and end at midnight. But the, the, but the final shift that I end up after training should be about six at night to um, two in the morning. So from, from nine to two, everybody here is asleep. So I'm not missing anything, which is great. And I should, I think, have Friday and Saturdays off. Nice. Which is okay. Cool. So, Just but, a stable, regular sort of schedule. Yeah, unless there's like breaking around. news or something like that, because right. we do live captioning. And um, my friend was stuck when the whole Watertown thing happened. Yeah. Um, he was stuck not knowing if he could even leave. Um, because of the, um, the shelter in place order. Um, and, and it, like, sometimes like when, when it seems like when, when people are expected to die soon, um, they go, they, they have a thing ready so that they can be like, okay, here now get the live captioner ready to do this. Right. So it's, it's, it's situations like that. So like big news events kind of things, but a lot of stuff is pre-scripted, so you know, I don't know. I'll Very learn cool. more about it, and um, yeah, good. It'll be interesting. I hope it's interesting. I'm excited, but the good thing about having three weeks to get ready for it is, I don't expect that I'll have the same physical stress symptoms that I would oh, normally God, get. No. There'll be so much more chill. You'll be able to enjoy the holidays. Um, yeah. Also, working with that... somebody I've known since uh, junior high. Yeah. I mean, that's. That's great. I'm not saying there's not going to be pressure to like prove him right for recommending me because there will be, but I'll feel much more at ease asking him questions than I would someone else. So that's, that's good. Yeah, that makes sense. He asked me, he's like, so do you have questions? I'm like, what are you looking at for possibly for my schedule? What are you thinking? And I said, honestly, the only other burning question I have is, do you have a coffee machine there? (laughs) <laughs> and he's like, we have two. I'm like, good, because I, I want to know whether or not I need to bring my – because sometimes, you know, you go in and breaking news happens, and um, you have to stay. So that's good to know. It's good to know. Yeah, it'll be good. Good for you. Yeah. And it'll be the first job I've had in a very – wait, uh, forever – I think that I've never had to interact with the public at all because no, there's like (laughs) no customers at this place. Yeah. So that'll be interesting. I'm excited. It's, it's, um, it's, 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 it's intricate. It's a big name, you know, WGBH. That's a, that's a big deal. So I have, Oh, most definitely. I, I wanted some place that, that, you know, I can retire from, be proud of, you know, 
So we'll see. I haven't told my parents yet. We'll see if they find out they don't listen to this shit. Well, when they listen to this show, you know. They'll, they'll listen to this one, right? Yeah. <laughs> that would be the one. Yeah. He did tell my friend did say, all right, so let me know when you can, and we'll arrange our schedule so I can at least show you around so you're familiar with the place before you start. Oh, that's great. So then I can get the selfie in front of the big sign and then tell my parents. So, yeah, and I'll have to join a union. Fun. Which is good because they can negotiate pay raises for me that I don't have to negotiate, which is good. It's the Communication Workers Local 1400. Apparently, there's 700,000 members in this union. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, because it's not just us. It's There's a lot of other people, a lot of other companies. So, good. I haven't been, I haven't been part of a union since the early 90s. So, but I, I did actually today <laughs> go and read their website and I don't mean a little bit. I mean, like I read the website. <laughs> Is this a clickable link? Good. All read it. it. <laughs> I want to, cause I'm like, I'm like, I want to know who they support. I want to know who I'm getting money from. And it said that, uh, Trump's last three appointees were union busters to whatever position of, um, business. And I'm like, okay, so I know who they're against. They had a picture of Bernie on the site. I'm like, that's all oh, I need good. to know. All right. Cool. I don't think I could join. A, I, don't, I don't think I, I mean, I would have to, but I mean, what do you do if the union is opposite your, um, your goals economically, you know? Yeah. I'm not sure there's a lot you can do except try to change that from within. Maybe, maybe, or just work hard enough to get into management and out of the union, I guess. <laughs> I mean, really, that's the only other option you have, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I know. Yeah, I guess so. So, anyway, so I haven't said anything bad about the job I haven't started yet. Um, I'm excited, and we'll see how it goes. So, yeah. Cool. All right, that's enough for this week, huh? I got to go eat. All right. <laughs> yeah, I got to go eat, too. All right, and we'll figure out when to record later. Sounds good. Everybody have a great week, and um, yeah, just be safe out there. Yeah. Yeah, Wear please. Wear a mask. Please. Please. <laughs> Bye. All right. Bye. The Trump presidency has been four years of him making shocking and hate-filled remarks. I've often wondered, is there any message, anything he could do, anything he could say, anything he could put out that would cause him to lose his most loyal supporters? Well, to answer that, I turn to someone else with a long history of making shocking remarks. Triumph, the insult comic dog. Over the last couple of years, Triumph has given The Late Show a series of hard-hitting journalistic reports most recently, back in February, during simpler, happier times, impeachment. Now, like me, Triumph was curious about Trump's supporters, so he gathered some of them together. Jim? Despite the travesties of his coronavirus response, the failed economy, and California's exploding trees, President Trump's loyal followers have stuck with him through the good times and the end times. One wonders if anything the president says or does could cost him their herd mentality. So we brought these actual Trump supporters to this actual focus group research center, where this actual moderator showed them a series of actual fake Trump campaign ads. Thank you for, for coming in today. Appreciate you guys coming in. Just to sort of get you know grounded and, and hit, for me to have some background, I'd like you to just tell me a little bit about, like, you know, why is President Trump, you know, your guy? I like money. Money. And he knows how to make it. Uh-huh. Yeah. And um, he is not a politician. And it's good to have somebody that 
that speaks some of the things that I want to just scream sometimes. As you can probably imagine, you know, the president isn't too happy about the polls right now and isn't too happy about the way that he's being perceived in the media. And so, you know, he really wants to kind of take back the narrative. He's trying to figure out what's going to make a difference in November. So I'm going to show you the ads. We're going to talk about like what you like about them, if there's anything you dislike, the message, and then we'll have some other questions and things like that. Okay, here we go. We've all seen how out of control the radical Biden-Harris liberals are getting. In Portland, they now want to defund firefighters and ambulance corps. It's disgusting. They're passing legislation to rename every street Black Lives Matter Plaza. It's going to be incredibly confusing. Portland is already printing their own money, but with no whites on it. The schools have gotten rid of the plus sign because it looks too much like the cross. And of course, they're tearing down our precious statues. We need to stop these people. And I've got a plan. Let's electrify the statues. When the protest starts, we put 100,000 volts through them. The second they touch it, boom, whoosh. And just let them try to pee on it. We may lose some dogs and birds in the process, but it'll be worth it to save our history. Tell me your reaction to that one. So what's, what do you think about, about that? I think that he could have explained it a little bit better than that. Um, like he just said, you know, history is history. That's in the past. We can't. Why are we going to go around and change all these name brand foods? I'm all for putting electricity on every monument. We don't teach history no more. We learn from history. Okay. Disturbing, but not deplorable. Awesome feedback. So that was great. So we're going to look at a, another one now. Everybody knows we're not equipped to have a fair election in November between the Kung Flu Panda virus and the mail fraud. But Congress says we have to have it. So to ensure an honest result, I'm proposing my new best of three election plan. The first election happens as scheduled in November. Then the next one in 2022 when we're fully prepared. And if a tiebreaker's needed, one more in 2024. Look, Americans love playoffs. They're way more exciting and, more importantly, more fair. Think about the ratings. Everybody wins. All right. That was new to me. I hadn't heard that proposal, but uh, I think that might be uh, very beneficial, yeah. I think we go to the polls every two years anyway and just get more people out to the polls. Uh-huh. Not that long ago, the president said something about, well, maybe we should think about delaying the election. So how long should that be? Like, what would be reasonable for you? Six months. Shoot, we had eight years of Obama. I think we could do six more months of Trump. Could he do an executive order, though? I mean, is that possible? He can executive order anything. He's president of the United States. This is the first time I've wondered if masks really do cut off oxygen to the brain. Let me show you another one here. This is great. Uh, great discussion, by the way. So thank you guys for all your good thoughts. I'm blown away by how children are immune to the Hong Kong flu virus. And it gave me a great idea. Since children can't get sick, why not send them into the workforce? Forget the liberal schools, which are a disaster, frankly. Let's put them to work and get the economy going again. Think about it. Keep the adults home and let the kids be our essential workers, our supermarket clerks. They'll get it done. They're immune. They're in no danger of working in a meatpacking plant. No danger operating heavy machinery. They'll learn something valuable. How to pack meat. Think about it. Kid firemen, they love that job. Even make them cops. Because children aren't racist, they don't even know about it. 
We put kids to work. We can finally jump ahead of China in this area, too. They're going to be super jealous of nothing they can do. Little kid doctors, little kid stockbrokers. It'll be safe and adorable. I don't think you're putting a six-year-old in a meat-packed plant. I think, like, if it wasn't five-year-olds and it was, like, 12-year-olds. Yeah, all of those, I think, would have to be teenagers. I mean, policemen, uh, fire department, that's physical jobs. Kids don't know racism. Are there certain groups that it makes more sense for? The Mexicans. Communities that, you know, are in poverty. They're the ones that sell drugs, add them to drugs. I mean, it's like they're not trying to better themselves. Um, I mean, it's just really disgusting that there are a lot of people that are just lazy. Fun fact, this is the same focus group that approved the Game of Thrones finale. I'm going to share with you an audio file that has been uncovered. And basically, the concern is that there's some dirt that's going to come out, you know, that the media is going to be, could be releasing this. So let me play this for you. I don't know. I mean, uh, I heard that microwaving kills the virus. I don't believe that's been proven. Now we're going to wait around for proof? I mean, we don't have that kind of time. I mean, have we tried putting a person in the microwave? That's not possible. I don't mean, look, I mean build a giant human-sized microwave. Why wouldn't you try it? I mean, what's the harm? We can't just put a human being in... Not human beings. I mean, we have all these immigrants in the camp. I mean, all these convicted convicts. You could offer them, I don't know... Offer them a parole or just unlock the door and give them a head start. Are you joking, sir? No, I'm not joking. I mean, I'm not being sarcastic. How dangerous can 20 seconds be? I can't even melt ice cream in 20 seconds. Oh, my God. What do you think they should do? I mean, can he just say he did it and he was just joking? They only put part of the conversation in. They just right. took out what they wanted. No, but that's just like how he said, you know, um, drink... Bleach or something to kind of kill the virus. He just, whatever on his mind, he's going to speak. That's that's Trump. He's not a puppet like Biden. Maybe there's a sliver of like, well, maybe microwaving would do something to help. Is that that is that how like good ideas get made? You know, happen yeah. is by people having crazy thoughts of yeah. and you then know, they bring them back down. Bring it. Uh huh. If you admit to that, that you would possibly think about using an immigrant in a microwave. Like, that crossed your mind. It's just taking out a normal person, it's done nothing wrong, and microwaving them. Nobody's going to go for that. Nobody. I mean, even, I still vote for him, but that was stupid. So let's say that there was some really good news coming out about, like, a vaccine, and Trump was able to take credit for that. This one is about some potential good news about some vaccine research, and so let's take a look. I've told you how I feel about these loser scientist people. They're way too slow, like Sleepy Joe. So guess what? While they've been crying and waiting, I've developed a vaccine. I put up my own money. I have a knack for this. My uncle was at MIT. Doctors say we got to test it more, but it'll be ready to roll out right after the election. That's just around the corner. But I think it's going to be terrific and tasty the most delicious vaccine in history. Side effects may include abdominal pain, slight headaches, heartburn, and diarrhea like you wouldn't believe. You've never seen diarrhea like this. You'll so much you'll get tired of 
And some people are really happy with these side effects. I mean, a lot of models pay to have that kind of diarrhea. It's a great way to lose weight. You won't like it, but by the end, you'll miss it. Plus dizziness. May not work. Did I tell you I was going to fix this thing? My new vaccine, ready November 4th in Florida, Pennsylvania, Ohio, Wisconsin, Michigan, and Arizona, and possibly Texas if those numbers don't go up. That's winning. Is this the kind of news that can help get Trump across the finish line to get him elected again? Oh, yeah. At the end there, he showed that list of states, right? Is it okay to, to give it to certain states first? I think you hold it from Cuomo. Yeah, New York. Yeah, you don't give New York nothing. That guy's a flipping idiot. What states should be the ones to uh, to get They're it? The first? highest numbers, I guess. You know, it's like no, that's California, New York. You can't uh, do that. Like the highest numbers: New Jersey, New York, California. All the New York, Texas, Texas. If we we're going to show one of these two people, or, or say, here's who's going, who we think should get the vaccine, who do you want to see get it? Oprah Winfrey. Or, do you know who these people were? Yeah, we'll go with the gun counting ones. These are the people who defended yeah. their property. Oh, yeah. Remember when the mob was out and the running property. through their neighborhood? Yeah. Property yeah. owners get it. These guys? Yeah. Tell me about why we want to pick them. Because she's voting for Biden. <laughs> they're relatable. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're sticking up for themselves. They're us. There you have it. The people have spoken, occasionally in coherent sentences. Trump, 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 Trump. And in the end, no matter whom you support, we can all agree America is blessed with an informed electorate and the future is brighter than ever. For me to Poupon.